Hello, friends. I'm so glad that you are spending this time with me. And I know that these next few minutes are going to be very powerful for us because I am going to talk about compassion. Compassion. Because we're going to study something. It wasn't about somebody's faith. It was about the compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ. And his compassions have not changed not one little bit. And if you need prayer, oh, please let us know because we want to pray with you. We want to know what's going on in your life. You know, sometimes, I know sometimes that when you have pain in your body or problems in your relationships, you can feel really alone, especially if you have pain in your body because nobody else is bearing that pain. It's only you. And, and sometimes it's lonely. And if you don't have somebody to pray with, I want you to call us because we're going to be there and we're going to pray with you. The Lord doesn't want any of us to be lonely. He created us as the body of Christ. That means that if your hand hurts, your other hand goes to protect it. If your side hurts, you put your hand there. It's because we're just made that way that we want to protect or guard what it is that's hurting. And he made us as a body so that we could protect and guard one another. So we're there for you. Please call us because we want to be a blessing to you. And if God is moving in your life, if you're experiencing the healing power of God in these programs, we want to hear about it. Honestly, I want to rejoice with you. And it's very encouraging to see what God is doing. Well, today, as I told you, I want to talk about compassion. And on our last program, we talked from Luke chapter 7. And that's when Jesus was in Capernaum. And he did that miracle for that centurion servant. And the centurion said he wasn't worthy to come into his house. He said, uh, I'm not even worthy to come near you, but you to speak the word. And Jesus spoke the word. The Bible doesn't say what word he spoke, but it says he spoke the word. And the Bible says that that day that his servant was healed from this terrible disease. And he's the same today as he was yesterday and will be forever. Jesus is not changing. His healing power is there for you, is there for me right now as it's been 2,000 years ago. Because the Holy Spirit was sent and Jesus said, I am sending one and he's just like me. And the Holy Spirit, he will bring the healing power of Jesus. Somebody's experiencing his power right now, his healing power. Just take his touch. Just take that healing because it's so real. He so loves you. He so does not want you to be suffering with pain in your body. Well, we're going to start in Luke chapter 7, and Jesus has left 
left Capernaum and he is going into a city and the city is called Nain. And uh, he has a big crowd with him and we're going to start in verse 12. And when he came near the gate of the city, behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother. And she was a widow. And a large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Verse 14. Then he came and he touched the open coffin and those who carried him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. Verse 15. So he who was dead set up and began to speak, and he presented him to his mother. And then it says, fear came on the whole crowd, and they glorified God, and they said, a great prophet has risen among us, and God has visited us. Well, this was a, an amazing thing, of course, that Jesus did. He stopped a funeral, and he raised the man from the dead. But I want to talk to you about the compassion that Jesus had. Um, you know, Jesus, he, he came out of Capernaum. He walks into this city, Nain, and, and he sees a funeral. The Bible doesn't say that he saw the crowd. The Bible doesn't say that he saw the dead man. The Bible doesn't say he heard people weeping. The Bible says he saw her. Jesus knows who to focus in on. If, if we're the ones hurt, hurting, Jesus' compassion is there. His compassion so surrounded this woman that he changed her whole life. And I counted the words, friends. It's 10 words. Jesus spoke 10 words. He said to her, do not weep. And then he said to her son, young man, I say to you, arise. Just 10 words from Jesus. But those 10 words, they were filled with compassion compassion for her. She was a widow. She had already buried her husband. Now she was burying her son. So for her, this day, it's filled with sadness. This death that she has experienced with her already her husband, now her son. It's filled with crowds of people weeping and mourning and grieving. It's, it's filled with possibly poverty and lack and loneliness. And now what am I going to do with my life? My, my husband's dead. My son's dead. All of this grief has consumed this woman. And, but Jesus' compassion, 
is greater than her grief. Jesus' compassion is greater than death. <laughs> Jesus' compassion is greater than death. Jesus' compassion completely interrupts a funeral. Jesus' compassion completely interrupts a tragedy. You know, this story, I mean, I'll count it. It's so short. It, it is um, uh, one, two, three, four, five verses in the Bible. We're never told the woman's name. We're never told the boy's name. We're, we're never told uh, how many people there. We're just told that Jesus interrupted a funeral and that he told her, the mother, do not weep. Compassion is not, oh, I feel sorry for you. Compassion is a power that came out of Jesus, out of the recesses of his being that brought power and deliverance. When you and I have compassion for one another, we don't just say, you know, I feel sorry, that's too bad. No. I mean, maybe you dig into your pocket and you give money. Maybe you say, you know, I can't stand that anymore. I'm going to pray for this person. Maybe you say, I, I can't stand this anymore. I know that they're hurting. I've got to call them. Compassion has to do something. When, when Jesus saw that woman, he, he had to do something. His compassion is as real right now as it is 2,000 years ago. His compassion is so active that Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, it says that his compassions, his mercies are new every morning. I want to read it to you. Jesus' compassion is right there for you. In whatever situation you're in right now, his compassion is there now. And look at this verse. It says, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions, his compassions, they're moving right now. They're active right now. It says that they fail not. Then the next verse says, they are new every morning. His compassions Every morning that you wake up, compassions are there from him. His mercies to get you through the day. Compassions are there to talk to you, to give you solutions, to give you power, to give you peace in a terrible situation. His compassions are there right now. Oh, friend, I'm, I'm passionate about this because I have been touched by the compassions of the Lord. I've been in situations where I didn't know what to do. I've been in situations that I had to take one step at a time to believe God for his miracle working power. And his compassions were there to meet me every step. And I'm talking to somebody right now. His compassions are there for you right now to meet you in every step. His hands aren't tied. His ears not deaf. His power is there for you right now. His compassions are not passive. His compassions are active. And when he saw this woman, 
And he's, he knew she was, because he knows everything. He knew she was a widow. He knew that was her only son. He said, I can't stand this. I've got to raise that boy from the dead. That's his compassions at work. His compassions were not limited by her faith because she didn't have any compassions. She didn't have any faith, excuse me. It was something coming from heaven. It is him. His compassions are there for you right now. You know, I know a story of a little girl and a little boy. And many years ago, their dad had died. Their mother was suffering with mental problems, trying to take care of them, but so struggling. Freezing cold winters. They, they tried to get into a house, but it was locked. Found out that the people they gave the money to, they were drunks, and they couldn't get into that house. They couldn't get into a place of safety. They couldn't get into a place of warmth. And the, the temperatures outside were like minus 24, 25 uh, Fahrenheit in Celsius, uh, I mean, in, 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 in Celsius, in Fahrenheit, that's probably like minus 15, freezing cold. These little children and no help and no comfort and no answer. The little girl, she'd heard about Jesus. And so she just uttered a prayer. They were already freezing. She couldn't feel her hands. She couldn't feel her feet. She was starting to suffer in her body. And she just uttered a prayer. She'd heard about Jesus. She heard that he loved her. So she just, out of that simple, precious heart of a child, faith of a child, she said, and I wrote down the very words that she said. She said to God, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Another night. Please help. In five minutes, her brother came to her. And he said, I saw a, a grandma, because they were in a village. I saw a grandma, I went up to her. I said, we're freezing. We've been freezing all night. My sister's getting sick. Could you help us? Five minutes after that prayer, that grandma came and took those two little children into her home and took care of them. That's the compassions of the Lord. When my friend and her brother were suffering there, they thought they were alone, but they weren't. The compassions of the Lord were right there to swoop into their situation and save them. She uttered a prayer about seven words and in five minutes, those compassions of the Lord 
came swooping in and delivered them out of that situation. You see, friend, we've got to learn in these last days, I don't know how things are going to go. Most, most people say they can get worse. We've got to know how to lean on the compassions of the Lord. We've got to know how to believe the scripture that says that his mercies, his compassions are brand new every morning. We've got to be able to say, that's not just a nice verse written in Lamentations in the Old Testament. That's the word of God to me. And I believe in the situation that I'm in right now, that my God has compassions for me. The compassions there, it says they're new every morning. It's their brand new every morning. The compassions have never been there before. Those compassions, the compassions that you received today, this morning, they've never been there before. Never ever. And God's compassion for you is different than his compassion for me or his compassion for your husband or his compassion for your child. He's not at all limited in his creative power and in creating compassions. And for you and I, in these last days, we, we need to learn to believe and not just believe, but receive. Receive the compassions of the Lord every day, every day. Because they're new and because they're real and because they're for us to take. I know that the compassions of the Lord, if we believe and if we take them, they can say to us, I know you're facing something really difficult, but you can do this. You can get through this day. You can get through this day. You don't have tomorrow yet, but you can get through today. His compassions can say, it's going to work out. His compassions can say, that you're going to receive healing. His compassions are real. You know, just think of it like this, friend. Let's say that you received a gift. And the giver loved you so much. They went to so much trouble and expense and time to get you the most perfect gift. They knew that this gift would you would love it would help you it's perfect for you and it's just what you needed and and you see this gift and you look at it and you stare at it and and you think oh that's a pretty bow and yeah well i don't have un i don't have time to unwrap unwrap this right now i i i, I got, i've got things i need to do and the gift just sits there. Next day, yeah, that's really pretty, but, you know, I've got problems that I need to take care of. I don't have time to unwrap this gift. Next day, there's the gift. 
It's so beautiful. You know, I, nobody's ever given me anything that was really, really wonderful. So I'm sure that what's in there, that's not going to help me. The next day comes. Well, okay, I'm going to unwrap this gift. I've received so many gifts and they never mean anything to me. But, you know, I'm going to unwrap it. You take the bow off. You take the paper off, you open the box, and you see, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed. Why didn't I open it before? This is the answer that I've been searching for. You see, the giver gave that gift days ago. But you never did open it and you never did receive it until a few days later. Did the giver give you that gift so that you could just stare at it and not open it, not receive it, not receive from it, not believe it, not take it? No. Jesus gave us compassion so that we would open it every day, that we would receive it every day, that we would say, God, there's something in there for me. God, I'm taking this right now. Think about that woman. Think about that precious woman that was burying her son on the way to putting him in the ground with all the mourners, with all of her thoughts of despair, with all of her thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know who's going to take care of me now. My husband's gone. Now my son's gone. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be really lonely. She didn't know there was a gift waiting for her called the compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ. But I'm telling you right now, we have knowledge of the Word of God. Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 22 and verse 23, that His compassions are brand new every morning. We have the New Testament. We have story after story after story where that His compassions came and delivered them from what they were going through. You might be saying, well, I did, I, 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 you know, I've been so wounded and it's hard for me to use my faith. Well, that woman, she, it wasn't her faith. It was the compassions of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you believe in the compassions of the Lord Jesus Christ? Can you open your heart and just say, Lord, you know what I've been through. You know what's happened to me. You know I've been disappointed time and time again. But Lord, I'm opening my heart. And Lord, I'm going to say, I receive your compassions. If you open your heart just that big, you open the way for his compassions to come running into your situation and into your heart. I want to pray with you. 
God's presence is there right now. God's presence is there for you to take a hold of his compassions. Father God, right now, we recognize your presence. We recognize your compassion that's on us right now, that's new every morning, that is given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, right now, by the faith that we have, we say to you, Lord, I receive your compassion upon me today. I thank you. You're going to help me through this day. You're strengthening me, strengthening me now with your power. You're crushing that burden that I've been carrying. I receive your compassions now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. He's so real. He's so present. We cannot ignore what he's done for us. We cannot ignore these great compassions. So friend, I just wanted to encourage you today, don't just think you're alone. Don't just think nobody cares. Don't just think your situation is terrible and you don't know what to do, but that the compassions of the Lord are there for you, for you to receive, for you to believe, and for you to take. I've so enjoyed being with you today. Let me know what God is doing in your life and let me know how we can pray for you. And I'll see you next time. Women are powerful and very influential, but what kind of power and influence they have depends on what has happened inside their hearts. The Bible tells us of women like Jezebel, a woman who had no touch of God in her heart and used her influence to destroy her husband, her sons, and her nation. But the Bible also gives examples of women who were supportive, godly, helpful, and delivering. In this amazing 10-part series, 10 Powerful Women with Rick and Denise Renner, you will learn about an unnamed woman who changed history, a woman God radically changed, a woman who saved her nation, a woman who was delivered of demons by Jesus, a woman who gave her living room to Jesus, a woman preacher in the New Testament. Whether you are a man or a woman, this powerful series will help you embrace who God wants you to be and is available in digital or physical format starting at just $20. In addition, we are also offering you the book, All the Women of the Bible. The world needs men and women to embrace their God-given destiny and to make a difference in the lives of those around them. This book is filled with examples of 400 named and unnamed women of the Bible, and it is amazing. We know it will be a blessing to you. This insightful book by Herbert Lockyer can be yours for just $19. Don't miss this special offer, this series, 10 Powerful Women, and the book, All the Women of the Bible. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. 